What's going on, everybody? I'm Mara. And I'm Taz. And welcome to the Black History Month episode of Sisters Who Kill. Now, you know that we could not go through this entire month without giving y'all a little bit of a history lesson from us. If you're listening to this, you probably already know what I'm about to say, that today is the day for you to start your podcast. You have everything that you need, your computer, a little microphone, and Spotify for podcasters. It is the all-in-one platform where you can host, edit, and record your podcast and distribute it everywhere. Where you're listening right now, you can have your podcast there. I promise, for real. And it's free. And you can make some money off of your podcast for free. Free money. Free money is out there. Just go get it by starting your podcast today. Our players this week are Sister Mary Amadeus Doon, Mary Fields' best friend, and Mary Fields, our stagecoach Mary. Mary Fields was born a slave, so her exact birthday is not known. However, now they celebrate her birthday on March 15th. She was born, I've heard multiple sources because she was born into slavery. I heard that she was born in Hickman County, Tennessee, also heard that she was born in West Virginia and she was enslaved in one of those states working until she was about 33 years old. Once she was 33, that was after the Civil War. She had now been freed from slavery and she was looking for work. So to find work, she would do odd jobs for families on the road while she was traveling. She was traveling all the way to Mississippi at this time and she would wash the kids or do laundry for families that were also traveling. Then she made her way to Mississippi and she worked as a chambermaid made for the Robert E. Lee Mississippi River Steamboat. Now, Mary Fields is no itty-bitty thing. Legend says that she's about six feet tall, a little bit over 200 pounds, and she had the muscle to prove for it and the work ethic to go with it as well. While working on the Robert E. Lee, she met Judge Edmund Doon, and Judge Edmund Doon was very impressed with her work ethic and said, hey, I have a job for you back at my place. So Mary Fields then moved to Judge Edmund Doon's house working in his home where she was employed. That's right. She was getting a check. She was employed, taking care of the house and taking care of the children. Now, I couldn't I couldn't figure out if it was Judge Edmund or his wife that got sick, but one of them got really ill. So they were sending the kids to go be with their aunt. Their aunt's name was Sister Mary Amadeus. Yes, a nun. And not just a nun. She was like the mother superior there. Okay. The head sister. nun in charge, if you will. She was, if, if you're Southern Baptist, she was head mother. Okay. <laughs> so Mary Fields gets the children to the covenant, the Ursuline Covenant in Toledo, Ohio. And that's where she meets Sister Amadeus. And Sister Amadeus is like, oh, we've set up this room for you. You can rest your head. And, you know, if you don't want to leave, we also got a job for you here, you know. I think it would be nice for you to still be around the children since they've known you. And, you know, you could possibly make this transition easier on them. Now, Mary Fields is not the covenant type. 
She be cussing, she drinking, smoke her cigars, like, and pretty butch also, right? She's like, I'm not changing this for nobody. So Sister Amadeus is like, listen, you work here. You, I mean, not as a nun, but if you work here outside of these walls, whatever you do, it's your business. It ain't got nothing to do with us. And Mary Fields is like, works for you, works for me. So she continues to work in the covenant and becomes very close friends with Sister Mary Amadeus. And this relationship worked for a while. Until one day, Sister Amadeus was told that she was going to be leaving Toledo and she has got reassigned to work at a covenant in Grand Falls, Montana. And they're both upset because at this point, they're besties, right? They're really close, yeah. So Sister Amadeus went about her way, but Mary stayed back at the covenant in Toledo. That was until a year later when word got back to Toledo that Sister Mary Amadeus was sick with pneumonia. She was like, listen, these kids grown. I'm about to go take care of my friend. Because what? So she started her long trek to Montana. This is like a 23 and a half hour drive. Today. Today. With a, with a modern car. And she's on like probably a horse and buggy. So I can just imagine how long it took her to get there. Right. So she does arrive in Grand Falls, Montana, to the St. Peter's Mission. When she gets there, the nuns weren't really expecting her. And all of a sudden shows up on the ground as this six foot tall black woman with a gun to her side. And she's like, all right, I'm here to see uh, Sister Mary Amadeus. And they're like, um, she's sick. She's not seeing visitors. We're over here praying over her. Like, we don't know who you are. And she was like, no, no, no. My name is Mary Fields. Go let Sister Amadeus know that I am here and take me to her bedside. And of course, Sister Amadeus, she's like literally laying what they think is on she's on her sick bed she's not on her deathbed but she's on her sick bed and when she sees that mary fields is there she's so excited and now mary fields she was i would i i dare say that she's a woman of some some type of faith even though she um was a cussing shooting drinking woman but one thing that she was was like all right everybody you guys are praying over her great i have my little mixtures, my little anecdotes, my little things that I'm going to put together to make sure that she's getting well. I'm going to use actual medicine to make her feel good. Sometimes, sometimes that medicine included a shot of whiskey. But as someone who personally is a fan of a hot toddy when I'm feeling under the weather, she was making sure that her friend was well. I don't know if Sister Amadeus actually took whiskey, but I mean, she was a black woman that was constantly traveling, that was a former slave. She knew how to live off the land and what could make you feel better. And that's what she did while she stayed by her good friend, Sister Amadeus side to make sure that she nursed her back to health. Now, once Sister Amadeus was feeling better, she told the bishop, she was like, listen, Mary is going to be a vital member of this covenant. Like, we should have her here to work the grounds. We should give her a job, a place to stay. And make sure that she is well taken care of. And I, I guarantee we won't regret it. Now, again, <laughs> Mary Fields, she's not changing herself for nobody. So she did work the grounds. She did laundry. She worked in the garden. She's always been known no matter where she was no matter whose land whose house she was at she was known for her flower garden it was something that she really really cared about she was doing the laundry taking care of the chickens and she was paid pretty well for it now it didn't take long for mary field's presence to be known in cascade montana which is a town just 30 minutes away there are quite a few things that made her stand out one she's a black woman two she's six feet tall and she kept a pistol on her she no, kept no, a okay. revolver so a and a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> she kept two guns. She kept okay. the strap, bro. She stayed strapped. She stayed with it. When she wasn't working on the church grounds, she was hauling freight and she wore men's coats and jackets. Still had a skirt, but you know the vibes. Men's shoes as well. Mm-hmm. She sat at the bar. I mean, six feet tall. Did they have women's shoes to fit you? Right. She sat at the bar with the white men and she dared them 
to try her, okay? And she could drink anyone under the table. She could smoke anyone under the table. People said that she had the temper of a grizzly bear, but I think she was just, you know, protecting her energy while she out here trying to make an honest living. Because people love to tell you how to live your life. Yeah. <laughs> Guess whose it is? It's yours. Do how you want it. And, and that was the main thing. Like, she was free when she was 33. No, no, no. I'm a free woman, and I'm going to do what and I I'm want. And I'm grown. And I bet you can't beat my ass. So, of course, you know, white men going to do what they do, and they would try her. And she's been known to have many shootouts and bar brawls. And the sheriff of the town was very aware that Mary was going to be at this bar doing what she wanted to do, and he ain't try her either. Now, she was in a white men-only bar, but Mary was the only exception, okay? The natives in the area called Mary White Crow because she did what she wanted around town, like a white man. Like, at this point, what's the difference between her and them? Exactly. So, jump a few years later. Now it's 1984. She had been working at the Covenant for about 10 years, and here's what happened. So there was a man also working at the company, a white man. He was working as a janitor. He finds out that Mary Fields is getting paid more than he is. He was pissed. And so he decided that the best course of action was to go and confront Mary Fields about the fact that he was getting paid less than her. And, you know, I this scene just reminds me of, like, Sophia at the juke joint. Like, mind your business. Mm -hmm. I'll find with me. Listen, I don't want no problem with you. And he kept he kept starting stuff. He kept starting stuff. And so he was upset. And I don't know who pulled out their gun first, but he pulled out his gun and she pulled out her gun. And next thing you know, that man was shot in the ass. Oop. Yep. He didn't die. He just got shot in the ass. And word got back to the covenant. The bishop was like, okay, we've had way too many complaints. Like, Mary Fields, yes, you do a good job. But girl, like, we can't talk to you. If you, they said... If she just mowed the lawn and you step on that lawn, she's going off on you. But I get that. You know what I'm saying? That's like if I just swept and you step on my pile. Like, why would you do that? And so they were like, it's just too many complaints. Like, you're scaring the white people. You're scaring the hoes. So they let her go. Now, Mary is without a job. But if you've learned anything about this story thus far, she is probably the queen of bounce back. And she really was still close with Sister Mary Amadeus. So she moved permanently to Cascade. Like we said, it wasn't too far away. And she did odd jobs. She was washing clothes for people around the town. She had a little laundromat. She even opened up a restaurant. They said that she opened up the restaurant twice, but here was the problem. Everybody talks about how mean and how she had a temper of a grizzly bear that Mary Fields was, but history shows that she was probably one of the kindest people in the city. Uh, Herders or farmers would come during the winter and they would say, hey, you know, like, please can I eat? And once spring comes and they get their money, they'll pay their debt. So she was giving out basically free meals and having an IOU that was guaranteed to not be paid at least until the spring. This put her way behind. So she had a big heart, but not really an eye for business. And her restaurants ended up closing. At this time, she lived a pretty humble life. Like she was, she had her house. She had her flower garden. She was good, but she still needed solid work. Instacart helps you get beer and wine delivered in as fast as an hour. So, whether you need to fill the cooler for tailgate season or fill your glass for Pinot by the fire season, you can save time by getting fall sips delivered in just a few clicks. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Must be 21 or over for alcohol delivery where available. Instacart. Add life to cart. 
Streaming October 6th on Paramount Plus. First place I learned about death was a pet cemetery. Dead things buried in that land would come back. There's something else. Something's wrong with Timmy. He needs time to adjust. That's not Timmy. Something's talking through him. Sometimes dead is better. Pet Cemetery. Bloodlines. Rated R. Streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Still needing work, she saw that there was an opening for the U.S. Postal Service as a stagecoach driver delivering the mail. Now, this job at this time is considered extremely dangerous because you got to go through the harsh terrain of the West. Like, the land is not industrialized yet. We don't have, like, set roads and stuff. She's delivering mail by horse and buggy. She's got high-value goods, and so, like, it's just the person, their stagecoach, and the mail. It's a hot commodity, easy robbery, right? Mm-hmm. Literal bandits. Like, we are in the wild, wild west, you guys. They say when she was applying for the job, she was the fastest at getting the horses together, and she was persistent about what she wanted. She might have had to go and talk to that man a couple of times to get her that job, but eventually she got that job, right? And Mary Fields was the first black woman to be a driver for the Star Carrier route for the U.S. Postal Service. She drove the 15-mile route between the Mission and Cascade from 1895 to 1903. She was known to never miss a day of work. She never lost a letter. And being kind to kids along the route was just a little bonus. <laughs> One time, she was riding along and a pack of wolves came up on her and her horse. And Mary takes out her rifle and fights off the wolves with her rifle. Now, technically, this is the only reported killing that Mary Fields, a.k.a. Stagecoach Mary, has been put down on, but Mariah is convinced that she killed a man who tried it at least once. I'm convinced. Because niggas play too much. Especially on the road. Like, it may not have actually happened in town. Like, I'm sure that something happened in those woods, and she had to show him up. Because at the end of the day, like, she is a Black woman that is doing a job that a Black person, and definitely a Black woman, has never been seen to do before. And when we say that, like, the Postal Service was actually dangerous, like, the reason that the law right now is that it's, like, a federal crime to open up mail or whatever, and the USPS has all these laws protecting them, is because of things like this happening in the past when the U.S. Postal Service began. So, like, she was in real danger most of the time that she was on the road. She might have had to shoot somebody. I'm just saying. Now, after Mary Fields retired from the U.S. Postal Service, she was known in her community. One thing she loved, and I mean love, 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 I mean besides her whiskey, was baseball. She would not miss a home game for the Cascade baseball team, okay? And when she was there, every time that a player from her team hit a home run, they were guaranteed to have a bouquet of flowers from her garden because Mary Fields just loved it that much. They said that she was the type of person that if the umpire called against the home team, if you were calling against the home team, you were cheating. I know plenty of baseball fans like that to this day. So she was pictured a lot of the times with the local baseball team. She also did laundry out of her home and when she was retired, people knew not to cross her. Like, she was doing laundry out of her home. And they said one time she was at a bar at a hotel, and she saw this dude. And this man owed her $2 from the laundry that she did, and he has yet to pay her. So she put her drink down, sat down her cigar, went outside, and knocked that man out. And then she went right back inside 
picked up her cigar, picked up her drink and said, that man's debt is paid. She also babysit a lot of the kids around the town. Like the children really loved her. And she was also known to help people out when they were feeling ill. She actually knew medicine and how to make sure that there were natural remedies to ensure that people were feeling better. Sometimes those natural remedies included a hot toddy. But she knew how to make people feel better. And a lot of people trusted her and loved her. And in 1912, her house burned down and she was doing laundry out of her house. This is a big deal because here she is in 1912, a black woman in this very white society. Her house burns down and the community gets together to rebuild her house. Also, Mary Fields knew what was going on with politics. Now, remember, this is before the party changed. So... What we now consider Democrats were considered Republicans at the time. And she was the type of person that would be like, hey, are you a Democrat or are you a Republican? Basically, hey, do you believe in freedom or not? And if they Basically. said and if they said that they were a Democrat, meaning that they were on the South side of the Civil War, she would be very upset with you and you might get into a fight with her. However, if you said you were a Republican and you was on the north side of the war, she would invite you into her carriage and give you a little drinky drink. Okay, like she was one of those people that people were like, oh, she's so angry. But actually, she had a heart of gold, but she just Just didn't want to be tried. Just did not want to be tried. Now, in an article that came out of April 7th, 1913, They were talking about the celebration of her birthday. Her birthday is not known for sure. However, she and the town celebrates it on March 15th. Um, And and in that article, they said that she was getting a little bit older. She was uh, hitting her 83rd birthday and she had put the bottle down because now she's just drinking, you know, water and milk. She's getting a little bit older. And the entire town came, brought her ribbons and flowers just to celebrate her on her 83rd birthday. The next year, on December 5th, 1914, Mary Fields passed away. She was buried in Montana, and I heard that in the city of Cascade, the kids do not have school on her birthday. And this is the story of Mary Fields, also known as Stagecoach Mary. Tazzy, what did you think of the story? Um, I definitely thought it was interesting. It's definitely interesting to hear this at least androgynous, I'm not going to label her, but she's at least appearing androgynous, black, freed slave, running around doing what the fuck she wants to do because can't nobody tell me nothing. I'm free. Exactly. The the whole attitude and the air of it all, I'm I'm, I'm digging it. Right. And I personally, like, there's a couple things that I've taken away from this story, and that was one of them. Number one is that sometimes you got to knock a white person out just to let them know that you're not (laughs) one to play with. Because by all intents and purposes, it seems like she has a heart of gold, but she just was not one to play with. And I feel like that is okay to be. I can love you and I can care for you. I can bring you soup when you are not feeling well, but don't try me. And another thing I learned from this, well, another thing that I found very interesting is a lot of the articles that talk about her. Obviously, we've made this into our voice, but if you go on like newspaper.com, you can't just look up Mary Fields. You have to look up Black Mary, Nigger Mary, um, Blackface Mary, all those horrible terms but they were like oh but we love her okay but one of the things in these articles you've got some growing to do (laughs) right um but one of the things in these articles was that they said that she worked outside the boundaries of respectable womanhood and you know that's i don't like people telling you what is or what isn't lady like i think that that's crazy 
because at the end of the day, you're a person and you're just trying to do your best to survive. And I think Mary Fields, like she was living her life the way that she wanted. She was actually a free woman moving as a free woman. And because of that, she's in history. And now this is the reason why most of y'all aunties work for USPS. <laughs> Thank you. One one part of this story that I see crossover in a lot of the stories that we cover is how she looked versus how she should act and what is considered respectable, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people have this idea of what a lady should be. And really a lady, I'm every woman. It's all in me. All of it. You know, like she can, you can still be a lady, a woman, but you can define that for yourself. She wanted to smoke cigars and shoot back whiskey and knock people out, but she made sure that she wore a skirt and, but she was on time and she was taking care of people. She was nursing her others back to health. She was taking care of children that wanted, she was doing laundry. So was she not a woman? Was she not a lady? This is this is a recurring issue that we see in society. And I feel like it's just a way for people. People are looking for ways to elevate themselves over somebody else. They've got to convince themselves that they're not at the bottom or, you know, whatever. And so they take things and pride themselves in things that at the end of the day doesn't really matter. Right. But it makes them feel good, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's giving housewives like, oh, you talk about sex? That's not ladylike and a uh, you know. We don't like, do no. that. We don't. If I want to talk about sex, I can talk about sex. If I want to have a shot of whiskey, I can have a shot of whiskey. If I want to have my pistol on my hip, this is the wild, wild west. I'm if definitely going to smoke. Gonna I'm going to smoke. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do. I, I just don't think that takes away from her heart. And a lot of the times, it seems like these articles were like, she was so mean. And then we'll be a little sliver, but she had a great heart and would take care of everybody. And nobody had any problem with her. And the children loved her and everything. But she was mean as a grizzly bear. And it's like, no, maybe she was. Too much and that's all that yeah, was. <laughs> maybe she's stern. Maybe she, maybe she um, holds fast in what she believes is true. But does that make her less of a lady? I don't think so. Well, you heard it here first, guys. All right. That was our Black History Month episode. It took a lot of convincing <laughs> since she didn't actually kill somebody. Yeah, I was According like, as a bonus, to- as a bonus, I'll allow it. But you guys, what do you think? You think she killed somebody? I don't know. I'm not going to put that on her, but I just feel like ain't no way he was in the wild, wild west and you ain't have to rough up it's, a few It's people. made for showdowns, right? Wild, exactly. Wild west, there's a shootout. There's a draw. In a bar and the only black woman in a bar, please. Or maybe, you know there back then it was all about the bartering system so like the sheriff really liked her i don't know maybe she was bringing in some bandits for the sheriff making the sheriff look good and i'm making all this stuff up now um maybe she was bringing people for the sheriff making the sheriff look good and the sheriff was like you know what you know what nigger mary you can do whatever you want (laughs) yeah maybe i was the only black woman being i was only black woman able to walk into a bar why can't i just be mary you know who i am (laughs) i um Cause I do question if she killed somebody. Like, yes, she walked around doing whatever she wanted, but was there a line? Like, you go off killing white men, now we have a problem. You taking it too far, okay? That's why I'm convinced she did it while she was on the road protecting the U.S. mail. Hmm. Because uh, somebody not losing a letter at that time, like for the whole time she worked the postal service, right? She had a lot of integrity. Yeah. All right. 
okay, you guys, that's our the end of our episode. Happy Black History Month. I hope that you are able to feel great this month. I hope that somebody took care of you. And for all our white listeners, you know, it's not too late to cash up your black friends some money. Take them out to dinner. Do something nice for a black person today. Amen. All right. Um, thank you guys for this, for letting us give you guys this little bonus episode. Um, there will be a new episode out Friday, but in the meantime, you can catch up with us on Instagram, Sisters Who Kill Pod, TikTok, Sisters Who Kill Podcast, uh, Twitter, Sisters Who Kill, Facebook page, Sisters Who Kill Podcast, and you can also join the private discussion group. Anything else, friend? Talk to us, we talk back. Bye.